The following is an archived podcast presented by the Branson and Hudson Foundation for Podcast Recovery. This podcast is entitled The Branson Show. It is the first and only episode of the podcast. Welcome to episode one. Six months ago, ordinary man Alex Branson discovered something extraordinary, something shocking, that his whole life was a lie and everything he has ever done, including his own birth, has been filmed and put on a 24-hour television show. You might think it would be pretty boring to have a 24-hour show, because he's not doing anything the vast majority of the time, and most people's lives are insanely boring. And it makes a lot more sense to do a normal reality show where the director just like instigates a fight and creates drama and films like 20 minutes of that. But, well, it is what it is. Anyway, this guy lived for like 30 years without knowing about the show he was on, which aired on the struggling Zing TV network. He's here with us today to open up about his life-changing and quite crazy experiences. So, Branson, can you describe that moment for us, that moment you realized what was really going on in your life? Um... Yeah, uh, sure, Holland. Um, I was uh, a couple weeks after my 28th birthday. Um, I was home from work at the time. Um, I was a soda jerk. You know, they'd ask for a soda. I'd tell them to go F off or F yourself, go S yourself, whatever. And so, you know, I decided on my day off, I'm going to break from my usual routine. I was going to go see my best friend Rumbler at his house. And I... uh, I walk in, and he's listening to Shoegaze and says, Ska. He was a huge Ska head. Oh, wow. Always listened about Ska, talked about Ska all the time. Was always, um, what do they call it, skanking. Yeah, and, that's a uh, quite an unusual progression to go from Ska to Shoegaze overnight. Uh, I, I was like, who is this guy? And, um, you know, I thought something was up. And then later on that night... I was uh, jerking off in bed, and all four walls of my house fell over at the exact same time. And uh, then I saw a big film crew. <laughs> and uh, that's when I knew, I think. I knew so something fishy was going on. When the four walls of your room fell down, did the room hit, like the wall hit another wall, and then it knocked down like the barn next door, and then that knocked down like it the was town a box. And- it was kind of a box-style house. It was a real clean break. Um, so you're saying there was no you know, kind no of like domino effect across the whole town destroying the entire set? Well, you know, um, there have been times where multiple houses fall over um, in the town at once, and I didn't think of them much then. But now, you know, I think back and, you know, the, the fact that it, on multiple occasions that people's houses fell over, hitting into other houses, hitting into <laughs> other houses... Um, that could have been a sign that like not everything was, you know, as it seemed, at least to me. Yeah. I mean, you, you can't expect the unexpectable like that. It it makes sense that you wouldn't like, why would anyone suspect that that was going on? You know? Yeah. I, I, uh, I really didn't expect, but now I've learned I should probably be like, um, you know, questioning reality in front of me at all times. Well, I mean, I have a lot of things I want to bring up, but that brings me to one other thing I wanted to mention, um, which is uh, the untimely passing of your father. I know that moment that he died was a very tragic and memorable episode of The Branson Show. 
And how did that hit you at the time? And especially now, how does that hit you knowing that it was kind of like a ploy to deceive you and manipulate you? Well, it, it, it makes me upset. At the time, you know, I'm a 10-year-old, right? You know, and, um, you know, I was obsessed with base jumping. You know, I had a, 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 I clipped pictures from magazines of, like, parachuting and base jumping. Because, you know, as you know, and everyone that saw the Branson show knows that, um, you know, I lived in a town called Perfecton. And, um, you know, it was on top of a, a large mountain. Um, there was no roads coming up the mountain. It was almost like a plateau. It was like, uh, I would say, four cliffs more than a, a mountain. You know, what What do they call those things? It's like a pillar. It was on top of a, a mountain pillar. And, um, you know, my dad, I guess they, you know, wanted to make me afraid of base jumping, you know, because they were worried about that. And uh, so, you know, they had my dad's like, oh, you like this so much, I'm going to do it, and you can watch me do it, right? And, uh, you know, unbeknownst to the actor, I guess they replaced his parachute with, uh, they Looney Tunes them. So... But they they literally used him to... like they dropped an anvil on him or uh no they replaced his parachute pack with one that had a bunch of forks and spoons in it okay but and then so when he jumped did... off the cliff so he fell but I then mean they, they should did they not drop an anvil on him just as an insurance policy I understand how an anvil is also like Looney Tunes but I think if you have a guy jump off a cliff without a parachute you don't need to double tap him with an anvil to make sure he dies. Well, I understand that you wouldn't have been able to see the anvil from up on the mountain, but did you perhaps hear a sound like, I I can't tell. It was all such a blur. You know, when you're 10 years old and, you know, the actor that you think is your dad dies, in order so a director can make sure you're afraid of parachutes, um, you know. It actually didn't even make me afraid of parachutes. I was afraid of forks and knives. I was eating with my hands, like everything was Dixie Stampede, you know, half chickens just going at them and whatever. You know, I'm they actually that- covered a parachute in tuberculosis and threw it at me. Uh, after that, I was pretty afraid of uh, parachutes. So well, I guess it ago, worked then. You mentioned um, the director. And I mean, I know you spent your entire life being manipulated for the entertainment of other people. And so I know it's kind of ironic for me to do this to you, but um, we didn't clear this with you or your manager or anything. But here we have today a second guest, uh, the director of the Branson show, a man known only as Gordo. So Gordo, I want to bring you out here and ask you, how does it feel to see Branson again for the first time since the show? Thank you so much for having me on, Holland. It's wonderful to see Branson again. He's, He's literally my child. Yeah, I don't even know who you are, Branson. I made you what you are. This is the guy. Does he not look familiar? When when the walls of your house fell down, you didn't see this guy standing there with a clipboard next to a guy filming you. You took my whole life and you just made it a lie and you filmed it without me knowing. I jerked off constantly, and all of that was filmed from the age of 12 to now i just jerked off constantly and, and and you saw it all and you made a tv show of my life and now i don't know what's real anymore and i i just have i i have one thing to say to you gordo what's Why, that i mean you're not going to give me like a little bit of money for this whole thing like it made a lot of money and it just seems like i didn't get any of it, like of it like i i saw clips of people watching the branson show in times square like it was a big deal. Like I get like a dot, like, you know, 
I never signed a contract. Is that what this is all about? About money, Brant? Well, I mean, it's not about money, but now that I don't have, you know, it's kind of hard to, 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 to you know, d- direct your own life, you know? Now, it, it does I don't think anything's, any of this is going to give me closure, you know? I'm sure it's a little overwhelming. You know, I think with all the, the payment stuff, I think that uh, maybe you're being a little greedy here, Branson, because this show was on the Zing TV network, which is defunct now. It it went bankrupt. And, uh, you know, at some point it got revived as the Zing podcast network, but there really isn't a whole lot of money to go around there. Well, uh, can I get a Risco tablet? You can I have any extra Risco's well, or Risco something? Well, Risco is not a subsidiary of Zing. Risco is actually owned by a whole different corporation, and they have a partnership with Zing to bring Zing podcasts to the Risco tablet exclusively. However, that contract that they have doesn't even cover old things like your TV show. I mean, that's over. You know, <sighs> I don't work I don't for any of these companies, Brent, and so there's nothing I can do. It's out of my hands. I'm sorry. Gordo's an artist. He's the can- artist who made the show. He's not like a, a business guy. He's not one of the suits who did the money stuff. Well, I mean, he's wearing a lot of gold jewelry. I just, you know, it doesn't matter. Oh, well, he made um, a lot of money on the show. Can, can I ask you, Gordo, when I was a kid and all those toilets kept blowing up, was that you? What do you think, Branson? I, I don't know. I'm trying to think of why it was done. Of when I was six years old, you know, I... You fell forward just, off that toilet and it scared you, yes. And well, it blew up. It didn't just... I just didn't fall. Like, it, like, what, like I was soaking wet because the whole tank blew up. Every time I tried to use the toilet, the tank would just boom, something in it would blow up and I'd get soaking wet. There'd be stuff everywhere. My pants would be around my ankles. I was six years old. It was demeaning. So now, even to this day, I have to sit backwards on all toilets and put my elbows on top of the tank as hard as I can so that they won't pop off and blow up. I mean, it's kind of on you for not opening the tank to look for dynamite or whatever. It seems like you should have thought of that at some point. Well, when you gotta go, you gotta go. I don't know what to tell you. Why, Gordo, why me? Was I the cheapest kid? What had to... Were, no one ever told me my real parents. After I got out of the show and I said, this is a show, you guys kind of let me just walk out the door, you know? And I didn't know we were in South America. I don't speak any Spanish. I'm walking around. Nobody knows what I'm saying. I thought I was American this whole time. I'm not even a U.S. citizen. I'm on a work visa. Branson, we gave you a world, a better world, your world, for a life that was much less cruel. You gave me a dead dad, a fear of spoons and forks, which is way more debilitating than a parachute. Forks, forks is, I can't go to any restaurants, you know? Just why? Why me? Because I wanted to create something great. Well, you know, I, I mean, I was kind of a shitty kid. Like, did you really get anything great? Like, I spent most of my time doing pyro stuff and playing with those worms. Like, it doesn't, it really wasn't Americana, you know? You were special, to say the least. You didn't notice for two seasons, which was 
about four years of your life when the actress who played your mother had a large disagreement over a contract and the actor who played your father was back wearing a wig. You didn't even notice that wasn't the same person playing your mother. I, I had a busy, it was a busy time of my life. I didn't have a lot of time to look at faces, you know? It was for four I, years, Branson. I was going to that university that was out, across the street from my house. <laughs> Seven of us went there. I, I'm guessing the first time I lost my virginity, that was just, uh, that was filmed too, huh? Oh, it was all filmed. All those hand jobs where I couldn't get hard in that dorm room. Yeah, Gordo has his own legal troubles because, like, a lot of that stuff was child pornography, essentially. Well, yeah, I mean, let's let no, let's get into it. The I girl like that you lost your virginity to was a cross a crash test dummy with a voice box. <laughs> yeah, well, then how did I? I dated her for a month. I went to Aubon Pan with her. That was a dummy. Magic of the business. There's a lot of very skilled artists that worked on you. On the show for you. Basically, I jerked off four hours a day from 12 to 18. And no one ever stopped you. Why would they? In the real world, <laughs> there's interruptions. We gave you a perfect world. What? You gave me a bathroom to beat off in, and you're telling me it was a perfect will world? And keep How in mind that. It would not be a perfect world for a teenage boy. That exploding toilet was like five feet away, so you always had kind of like one eye on it, and you were a bit nervous, I gotta say. I, w- I, I, I went to the doctor after all this. The guy told me I've been on a tour of a statin for fucking seven years. You've just been slipping it medicine into my food? It'd be easier to just convince the act, the, 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 the me as the dummy back then who didn't know that I just needed to take cholesterol medicine. It was a lot of work you guys went through, and I'm still really confused about all of it. Did you know Rumbler's British? I talked to him. We're still good friends. We're still very close. He is still my best friend, but he's just a British guy, and he smokes brown cigarettes called Wessons. He also hates cocaine in real life. And he doesn't listen to Ska. The real, the real rumbler, his name is Dude Lunch, and he listens to Shoegaze. And Just, a little math rock. He told me he enjoys a little bit of math rock. Branson, I don't, I don't know what to say. We had, you know, I don't know how many close calls. He, just, he lied. Man, everybody lied to me. He, he said that he likes math rock with some Shoegaze elements. I wouldn't say That's we lied. Ska. We formulated a better thing. A better life. Yeah, can you honestly well, yeah, say that your life would have been better if you had to hear math rock all the time? No, I don't want to hear math rock all the time. Well, I think I Gordo's making a good and, point then. I don't want to sit back and listen to my music that hard. It's supposed to be relaxing. There are so many close calls. When you first discovered reggae was not invented by a white man. Oh, that was a very traumatic time in that my life. That was a season finale. <laughs> Wait, why'd you? I thought it was a 24 hour. Why'd you have seasons? Because that's how television works, Branson. You can't tell me. I've done this your entire life. And in 1998, when the Truman Show came out, we thought we were finished for good. We did everything we could to make sure you would never see that movie. I said, well, they took this whole idea. It was especially tough. 2016, at that time, uh, you're sitting on your couch and it was playing on cable TV. Somehow. It was 
is on TNT all the time. It's on TNT. Like I Our saw people it like, let it slip through. And you well, saw it multiple times, and you never made the connection once. Yeah, when that movie <laughs> came yeah. out, they actually paid. They were one of the sponsors of the show, was the Truman Show movie. And there were ads all over your town. Like, every billboard was for the Truman Show. But you just never put two and two together. Yeah, because that would be a crazy thing to do. Everyone that watched the show was thinking, is this the dumbest living man of all time? Or is it not his okay. fault? Is it due to the... Formulated, I'd like fabricated you, I'd like life. to see you get Truman Show. Let me huh? finish, Branson. See how dumb you are. They thought you might not be aware of it being a fabrication. You might not leave the cave. But they also thought, is Branson a genius? And I believed you were and are. Why I didn't do anything. I was watching the Truman Show. I'm like, this is crazy. This would never happen to me. I remember <laughs> saying that out loud. I remember saying that out loud. I elbowed my wife, or my, you know, she wasn't my real wife. The wife you guys, I guess, found for me, Hannah. I'm elbowing her, right? And you know, I'm I'm really jabbing her. She was pretending to be asleep, and I knew. And I woke her up. I'm like, that'll never happen to Branson. Never. That'd be crazy. What a dumbass. That camera fell. You know, he didn't know. The rain cloud, right? The second I heard that shoegaze, I knew. Well, I didn't know that. I knew when the house, when the walls fell and I saw the cast and crew. And, uh, you know, pulled up my sweatpants and um, apologized. I don't know why that was my first When you're in college, you're having sex with your girlfriend, Tina, at the time. In a boom mic. Bumped into your ass seven times, and you didn't notice. Well, when you're rocking and rolling, you really got your mind on the prize, you know. I I thought it was her foot or something. I saw the YouTube you thought a fuzzy clip. boom mic was her foot. I thought she was wearing slippers, like like those like those feathery slippers. You guys know what I mean. Well, Branson, I couldn't help but notice when you were talking about how the shoegaze uh, was the thing that made you realize what was really going on. I think what's going on here is that you saw The Truman Show, which starred Bill Murray. Then Lost in Translation, you saw that film, which also starred Bill Murray, but was soundtracked by Kevin Shields from My Bloody Valentine. And when you heard The Shoegaze, you thought, oh, Kevin Shields, Lost in Translation, Bill Murray, Truman Show, I'm getting Truman Showed. And then it was just a coincidence that all those walls fell down later. What was Bill Murray in The Truman Show? Bill Murray? I don't remember him in The Truman Did I see... Wait, hold on, Gordo. Oh, did you show me a that different... Movie? Did you show me a different Truman Show? <laughs> no, I showed you The Truman Show. I don't know what Holland is... <laughs> No, it's with Jim Carrey, Their right? Their names it's are Jim almost Carrey. the same name to me. It's just Wait, like, have you not have you not seen the Truman Show? Carrey and Murray just Holland. seems like the same movie. Holland, the same have name you not almost. seen the Truman I, Show? I told him I got Truman Show. I haven't show. seen any I of these movies. I never watched movies. I never seen any movie. Wait, so you don't okay, so what's the plot of the Truman Show? Well, it's uh it's the thing where the guy is in Japan or whatever. Wait, so what do you why do, okay That's wh- lost in translation. Why do you think you're interviewing me right now? Um, Because unlike you, I'm getting paid to do this interview. This is just my job. Oh, well, I'm doing this mostly. I don't know why you're here. Oh, okay. So you just have, okay. All right. Well, 
Uh, that's that, I guess. But yeah, I thought, you know, there is a possibility that I was just shown okay, a different well, Truman I forgot. Show. Yeah, see, so Bill, Bill Murray was in the normal Truman Show, and you were shown the Jim Carrey one, which is fake and doesn't exist. Well, Gordo says that you're the dumb guy here, so... I think he's I'm, trying I'm just, to trick us. Wait, hold on a but second. But Gordo's the one who's wait, always no, tricked no. you, Branson. Why would I trick you? He always tricks you. I, I know, I know, no, I know what's happening. No, okay, all right. All right, I know what's happening. Okay, I'm still getting Truman showed, aren't I? Well, I'm still getting Truman showed. This is part of the show. Where's the camera? Hello. I I thought well, I was camera, you know, right? doing. Yeah, that's because we're doing the interview. Uh, for, I thought I was doing like a farewell. You know. Okay, he found out. He gets to live his Branson, life now. I wish no. I wish I could still do it, but the funds have run out. There's no more show. Okay. Oh yeah, that's exactly what you would say. Remember. When I started getting suspicious, what did Anna tell me? Uh, Anna told me, you know what, nothing, you know, you're you're thinking too much. You know, it wasn't a boom mic. Because apparently, you know, that boom mic hit me all the time while I was sleeping. I thought it was her. <laughs> she said it was nothing. And apparently that's because I learned later that the show was so boring during night that they tried this thing where they woke me up in the middle of the night <laughs> all of the time. You know, with one problem or another, we're getting robbed. How many times did my house get robbed when I times. was 27? Well, 13 guys did that, times. What, seven? There's a lot of times well, getting then we robbed. Got, we would um, let you sleep. We would essentially drug you. And then you started sleepwalking on Ambien, and that was very entertaining for about a, a season and a half. Oh, I don't remember any of that. Did I get hurt or anything? Oh, yes. Many times. Was it just like a Mr. Magoo type you walked thing, or into, what? You walked into traffic. You walked into the, the river. The, yeah, that, that crazy river we have on top of that mountain. That must have been really expensive. <laughs> I guess I never really thought that about That river was actually just bottled expensive. water. They were pouring bottles and bottles and bottles of water into it every day, and it would just fall off the mountain. I thought it tasted like Evian. Evian. Yeah, well, they right? were one of the sponsors of the show. There Wait. were signs all over the town. Is that a real water company oh, or is that real. a fake one? I'm drinking one it right now. I was talking. If we okay. were trying to convince you of something that wasn't true, would I have it conveniently on hand to prove to you? No, that's true. I do love Evian. It's a cool, crisp, and refreshing bottle of water. One that often... Fuck, I'm doing it again. God damn it. It's a, real, damn. It's a real water company, Branson, and it's not, I, named, it's not actually just a shoegaze band in the real world. I do all these fucking commercials in my head now. Because when I was a fucking kid, you guys talked to me in commercials about Ovaltine and shit. And now when I talk about something I like, I'll be like, ooh, the nice taste of Bud Light with the crisp Pilsner aftertaste that leaves you wanting more. And everybody goes, Branson, what the fuck are you talking about? And then my buddy has to step in, fucking Dude Lunch, who I thought was named Rumbler, and he tells everyone at the bar, oh, don't worry about him. He was Truman Showed. And everybody goes, oh. Oh, you know, and it's super embarrassing, you know, even if everyone's cool about it, you know, I'll go to the support group meetings later. And first of all, those are not very good. They're not good meetings. Everyone thinks everyone else is an actor. There's like 20 of us in New York alone. It's exhausting. I know you're upset, but think of the things that we omitted from real life, all the violence, all the. All that you were never actually in danger. Uh, you, 
the hatred, the wars, the the ugliness. You didn't you didn't know what a condom was till till you you knew that what the, till you knew it was all a show. Not once in your oh, life did we well, ever introduce those into your to life. To be fair, you actually, no, there, was a, there was a war that went on for about two years in his teenage years. There's just a staged war between two factions who just kind of showed up well, on the mountain. We thought they were right at the. We thought we were right on the front. <laughs> we kept. We had all those drills at school to hide under our desk. We thought it and, would. We thought it would really do well with the the baby boomers, which it did. And, and it turns out Romania is not even a real country. Romania is just some country that made it was you guys made up. No, Vance, that is, I don't that know is real. What, I don't know what to tell you. You're not going to believe anything I tell you. Well, you know, I, I got a defense up now, you know, because I was fucking Truman showed. You flipped out. You took off all your clothes. You started tugging at your beard saying, what, is this thing fake? Is this, Where's the string? Where's the string? Is this thing fake too? Am I wearing a fake beard? Did you put this fake beard on me? Do you, do you glue it onto me when I'm asleep? Is this a big In fake my defense, beard? when I was 24, you shaved me and gave me a fake beard. And gradually shortened the fake beard as my real hair began to grow. So I don't think I'm crazy for that one. And first of all, if if my life was still the Truman Show, that's exactly what you would be saying well, to I me right I don't want to be oh, uh, pedantic. Don't worry, I don't want to be is... too pedantic here, but you keep calling it being Truman Showed. But actually, Gordo started the Branson Show 10 years before the Truman Show came out. They got the idea from that's his right. show. So really, you got Branson Showed, and the Truman Show is just a Branson Show. Listen, we we if, sued we sued the the production company. If I'm talking to a woman at a bar, and I'm like, "This Budweiser beer rolls as crisp and smooth as a perfectly polished boulder off of the Rocky Mountains themselves," they're gonna say, "What the fuck are you talking about?" And I'll go, "Oh, I was Branson showed." They'll say, "What the fuck is that?" But if I say, "Oh, I was Truman showed," then they know exactly what happened. Well, that's to just because the Zing TV no network was questions. not very successful, but it was first. It yeah, was no first, one, and then you, did, you saw the it. movie, and you never made the connection. You there was a period where you kept telling girlfriends and everyone that you were the real Donnie Darko. You said, "Whoa, this is all bullshit. I'm going to Donnie Darko myself," and everyone yeah, said, "What are you talking about?" And they didn't. They had to pretend that they didn't know it was a real movie that also well, slipped through the networks that you saw. To on be TNT. honest, Donnie said, Darko. I'm going real- to go back in time and let a jet engine hit my room and kill me. This will never ever happen again. I'm gonna Donnie Darko my own ass. Uh, John, Donnie Darko really resonated with me. Whereas the Truman Show, I thought that's fucking stupid. No one will ever get me with that. You well, know. I think it's okay. Also- you never. So a movie where a teenager hallucinates seeing a man in a rabbit suit and gets the power of time travel to go back in time to kill himself isn't ridiculous. But the Truman Show is. It's art, you know. You know, Truman Show is just like 1984 stuff, you know, with all the cameras. This is real art with Donnie Darko. I mean, you're, selling, still your, resonates. you're selling the Branson I'd Show much- short here, I think, by still calling it the Truman Show. Because, like, yeah, nobody listened to the Velvet Underground when they were out there. But everyone who start, listened to the Velvet Underground started a band. And it's kind of like everyone who watched the Branson Show. There weren't many of them, but they all started a Truman Show when they saw the Branson the Show. The Velvet Underground in, in the Branson Show was actually a, a ska band. They were all ska bands. The Beatles were a ska band. <laughs> I listened to so much ska. I hate ska. Nobody on the set like, do you like ska? Why'd you pick ska? Because I thought it would be, hmm, I don't know how to put this. If I were to make it all shoegaze, you would, 
you would think my too brain hard. would you'd reject. Be too smart. Yeah. You'd be too yeah. smart. And instead, I'm just walking around humming to myself. Oh, I ever want to knock on wood. if I could. Do you still think you? Do you still think you can Donnie Darko yourself? I mean, I you know if I had that kind of power, but that's not realistic. Even though that's so exactly you do, what I said. You do that's exactly so you what do I understand. said. Okay. It's exactly what I said to, to the Truman Show, too. So to me, in my mind, it's equally valid that if Donnie Darko's, you know, or if Truman Show's real, right, and I got Truman Showed, you know, maybe there's something to this Donnie Darko thing, you know? What about the time at the movie theater when you went into the ladies' room by accident and it was a dressing room for actresses? I just thought that's what women's bathrooms were like. I just thought they had, like, couches and... You know, uh, you know those those desks the lights with the, all around the the mirrors. Yeah, what are those? Yeah, the the the, uh, the desks with the lights and you know all the cost. I just thought that's, you know, I thought you know women are the fairer sex. So they should you know, they should get a better. I don't know. Now that you say it out loud, it sounds like I'm a fucking idiot. So thanks for that. Not only was I tricked, I'm a you fucking said it, idiot. Branson. You said it, not me. I never thought you were an idiot. I said and I don't special. understand. Even now, I don't understand to this day when I when I found that drops of Jupiter CD with by train. Right, I found the train single CD. It had two songs on it, drops of Jupiter and some B side that I just skipped over every time. You, I hid that under my mattress, and you guys like flipped the whole house to find that. It was the, it was the flimsiest premise too. Yet my dad said he's back to life and he needs the 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 CD and he <laughs> I wouldn't tell him and you guys why like why'd you work so hard to make sure I don't listen to Train? It's a great song. Is all I had. It lit a flame inside you, did it not? Yeah, it did. I put that CD on purpose. I knew how it would, how it would affect you and how you would respond if it was threatened to be taken away. And you it fought a, for it. It's a beautiful. It's a beautiful song. I love it. You didn't seem Everyone's to glom onto the scar cover that they gave you two weeks later. I I was so sick of ska at that point. I was so sick of ska. I mean, forty percent of the people in the town you lived in were horn players. You had to figure that there was a ska bar. There's a bar just for ska. I hated going to the ska side. You of had town. to wear checkered shoes just to get in. It was exhausting. You know, it made, listen, the ska part of town made the rockabilly part of town look like the math rock part of town, <laughs> if you know what I mean. A lot of white music, really, now that I'm thinking back on it. Well, the town was 100% white. Yeah. Perfect tin. I, I know? don't know what Gordo intended by that, but. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, having an all white town named Perfect yeah. Town. I don't know what. Because <laughs> let me tell you something about Perfect Town. That town was anything but. But what? A town. Oh, okay. It was more of a set. This is perfect, though. It was beautiful <laughs> town. It was perfect. You know, it seems crazy in retrospect that you could build a town like that on top of a a, a, a clifft mountain in South America. You did have but a actually, co- you had the coworker Louis Algiers. He was a black gentleman. Oh yeah, he was a he was a black gentleman. But he also ke- I think that was like right when Green Mile was big. So you guys kept having him explain stuff to me. You know, he's like now you know telling me you know how to hit golf clubs or something. But I don't Perhaps know. Perhaps I saying created the whole town to be white to reflect how society would be if it should come to that and the dangers that lie within. 
Well, that's how what am I meant. I that's know definitely that? what I meant. Do you know how embarrassed I was the first time I saw a Chinese guy? I had no idea what he was. I had only ever seen one black guy who who my mother Padme told me that he had a condition. That's why he was. They didn't tell me he was. They told me it was a medical thing. I saw all these different races. I had no idea what it was. And the viewers no at home could see that in your innocence knew that they were no different from you. And it was your parents. Well, I knew they were, were the different wrong. from me because I knew they hadn't been raised in a fake town to film me, you know, my whole life. Well, you didn't know that you were in a fake town. Well, I didn't know then, but I know now that I was in a fake town. I'm actually, you know I'm I mean? kind of on well, Gordo's side in this one. Of I, actually, uh, when Star Wars Episode One came out, and uh, they paid to do a lot of promotion on the show, Sabalba showed up, and you were actually quite inviting to him, even though he was like an alien species. It taught you something about diversity. He said he didn't like ska, and I immediately was like, "This is a guy I got to pay <laughs> attention to." You know, it was also, you know. I saw the clip, and t- to you guys, it looks like I was talking to Sebulba, but that was a man in a green onesie well, doing motion Well, the Star capture. Wars people hadn't actually finished the character design of Sebulba by the time they wanted to advertise, and they were just going to fix it in post. So, I mean, a green guy still seems like a different race, right? Well, I remember thinking, this guy seems like a unique creature. He seems like a unique thinker, and I want to follow him around and pick his brain, Right. And you did. Well, he mostly said he wanted to race places. You know, he was a racer. But, you know, our town just really had the one road that led from, you know, Skaside to town. Yet you accepted him to- even though he murdered a child. Well, I didn't see him murder the kid, you know. They didn't even let me watch the movie. I wouldn't have even recognized him, you know. Maybe his voice. But that would have been a crazy stretch. And let's let's let me say this again. I, I did not think that the Sebulba alien was a real person. Like I, I did know enough about the world to understand that, you know. And like now, is, I'm I'm beginning to think, and and you know, you can tell me whatever. I'm beginning to think I'm getting uh, Truman showed again here. There's no way for me to prove right that you guys aren't filming this for a Truman show right now. I mean, I'm not even affiliated with the Zing TV network. I came into this uh, new organization through Risco, and I'm sort of doing this on behalf of the Zing podcast network, but I don't even have anything to do with Gordo or his people at all. Well, see, okay, so, great. You told me your reasoning. Exactly. Now, pretend you were an actor and your goal was to trick me. What would you tell me? I would say that, you know what? You're right. I guess it is all fake. And then I would have you like walk into a wall and it wouldn't fall over. And then you'd hurt your nose and you'd keep hitting the wall and you'd smash your head into it and it would hurt because it's not a fake wall. Wait, so if that's what you would do if you were an actor. <laughs> yeah, because you learned your lesson the one time. So now I make sure to have real walls to really screw with you. I didn't learn my lesson. I didn't. There wasn't a lesson to learn. I had done nothing wrong. I got tricked for to to spend my whole life wasted on a, a pretty unpopular wasted. TV show. I get I get I get recognized every once in a while in like New York 
And then over the summer, we went to Mont. Uh, I, I went to Macedonia. Apparently, that's a big Risco area. They all have the Risco tablets. Everyone knew me. They had pictures of me hanging up everywhere. It was super weird, man. Your life was wasted. Tim Burton. Yeah. Tim Burton directed a whole season where you got to be roommates with Marilyn Manson, Rob Zombie, <laughs> Alice Cooper. You didn't find I that. Didn't know you had a blast. I didn't know they were celebrities. I thought they were some cool guys. I thought I was hanging out with some some interesting new guys. And, which is and what me, we, they were to you, which was the point. You didn't yeah, need to know celebrities. If you I were, come... You were the star. Yeah, remember when you went to uh, the doctor together with Marilyn Manson and you both got your ribs removed together? Wasn't that fun? Wasn't that a formative memory? I thought I was getting one of my teeth filled and you guys knocked me out. And took one of my... Where is that rib? Do you have it? Rob Zombie bought it. It's in his home. I, I didn't agree to sell it. I didn't I didn't agree. Where's like a contract? I, I'm kind of... I get flabbergasted. And I don't want to sound like a broken record. But I can't believe everybody let that happen to me. Where were you guys? I was there the whole way. But I let... Not you. You're the, you're the trickster, right? There was no tricks. It was all real. I mean, real it wasn't real. Real is what you make real. If I go to, you know, Marilyn Manson, I'm like, you remember when we went to, uh, you know, we were both freshmen at, at, at Perfecton University. Well, he was about a, a 37-year-old freshman. Yeah, but he had, he, had a, he had a childlike curiosity. So I'm like, well, he looks older, but he's got a childlike curiosity. So push, you know, just seems a little rough. You know, that's all I'm saying. A little callous. And, you know, just like even like a 10% on like reruns or something. Like, come on, man. You, it, like, Well, here's the thing, uh, Branson. I got a studio apartment. I mean, in, 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 to be fair. In Peru of all. I'm not even. I can't even. Can you get me a work like permanent lodging in America or something? No, I mean, like I said earlier, the Zing TV network went completely bankrupt and then got bought out. This isn't even the same company anymore. But even be that as it may, it's like when you think back on the show, it had terrible ratings. Like no one was watching it, right? Oh, that's not my so, but, fault. But because almost no one was watching it, it's almost like you weren't even being filmed. So is it even okay for you to be traumatized by that? Because it was barely popular. Well, they still were constantly... I resent that. It was popular. Well, it wasn't really popular in any sense of people maybe, watching Okay, it. maybe not until the 17th season, but after that it had about 37 million concurrent viewers at all times. That was the average. Yeah, but like well, 16 and a half million of those were bots in, uh, in Eastern Europe that were just trying bots. to juice the numbers. This was before, this was before the age of... Bots, as you call them. You were no, it's like, okay, that's because in the last two years of my life in Perfect Town, you guys, you wanted me to find out, right? Is that season seventeen? You guys wanted me to find out. We gave you psychedelics. I inserted phrases everywhere. Like it made work very hard. It made working as a soda jerk very. I hard. I tried to make you watch The Matrix every day in any way I could. <laughs> Do you know what? I thought I was schizophrenic and I went to the, to the psychiatrist and I said, you know, I think, you know, there is a big possibility that my life, you know, is a TV show. And he said, that's crazy. You're, you're fine. 
And I'm like, if that's crazy, that if that's fine, then you know, should I get medication? They wouldn't give me any medicine for it. I'm like, I'm obviously very crazy. I mean, the viewers you know? at home realized that the doctor was winking every time. He was winking right into the camera like, that's crazy. I was wondering. Wink, wink. I saw him winking. I said, what are you winking at? Is that the TV show? He goes, no, that's a crazy thought. That's not true. Uh, I said, well, then I'm having crazy thoughts and I need some treatment. And then he just winked and he said, you'll be fine. And then he just started advertising Oscar Mayer at you for a minute. And you just And then I get home and all of a sudden it's like, great, I'm high on LSD again. (laughs) Again. (laughs) I didn't even eat anything. I don't know how they got it in me. Tried to walk back to the psychiatrist, but he's all the way in the ska part of town. (laughs) I don't want to hear the horns at night. But when you were on LSD was the only time you really appreciated Ska. Nobody wants to listen to Ska when they're high on LSD. Well, everyone just thought you would start to like it eventually. It was kind of a mini experiment within an experiment. The CIA funded like half of this show. You know what? Um, I just want to say this. If you guys are in on it and my life is still being filmed, listen, you're actors. I don't blame you right? You're doing a job. It's probably very hard to find work. I'm looking at both of you. I'm trying to maintain eye contact. All right. But let's say you are actors. Maybe there's some other way you could let me know without hurting your career. Or maybe, hey, listen, you tell me you're an actor now. Maybe we'll, I don't know, I'll write a play for you or something. I don't know. Just what's, what's up here? You know, well, I can assure you that everything happening right now is real, but it's actually insensitive. But that's exactly what you would say. No, I right? think, no, it's insensitive of you to think you're being Branson showed a second time because there's actually a group of people in the real world in which you are now living who think that they are being Branson showed because of your show. Like you have created a delusion that these people are now suffering from. And there's real people suffering from it, and you're making no. light of that by saying, "Oh, I, I suffer from Branson Show delusion still." No, you don't. It is a no, bit cynic. It's a bit cynical. There's like ten guys I hang out with, and we were all Branson Showed. They call it tr- well Truman Showed. They call it something different. You know, you got the Gary Show, you got the Laura Show, right? You got the Johnson Show, right? All, Everyone all has knockoffs. Nothing beats the original. Okay, but still, I tell you what. Here, here's what. Here's here's where we're at mentally. Just in case you, I know you weren't ever worried about that. But we go to these meetings. There's twenties of us, and it's like I still feel like I'm being filmed all the time. And then somebody else has to chip in. Oh, well, I feel like I'm being filmed all the time too. You know, maybe and everybody's accusing each other of you know. Oh, and your cell phone's recording this, right? And then we have cameras here. So it got to the point where we have to have these meetings, right? We have to have them on government property. We have to shave all of our hair. We have to strip down completely nude, right? And then we have to sit. Indian style on the ground because we're afraid of microphones and chairs. Well, and then it's like, well, okay, they're going to put microphones in the ground, so we need to do that. So then we have to go to a giant body of water and, I, you know, I can doggy paddle, but it gets hard to be like, you know, naked in the ocean, in the water, and you're trying to talk about, you know, you know, I'm the real Truman Show and everyone, you know, everyone there thinks the other guy's an actor. Even though I can assure you that you are living in reality now, think about this. If I was a guy who was making a Branson show, uh, think about any other show. Like, you know how on Chopped they have like Chopped Champions where the Chopped uh, Champions come back and compete against each other? 
Well, if I was making a new Branson show, what I would want to do is get all of the previous people who had a Gary show or a Branson show or whatever together in one room. And that would be my new show would be having all of you guys together talking about it and then wondering if it's a new show when it is. So that's what I would do if I was doing that, but I'm not doing that. So actually you're in the real world, but when you go to meetings like that, that's like the craziest thing you're doing because it's almost like what we would want you to do. Does that make sense? See some, yeah, that makes sense. And how I would react to that situation is I would do this. I'd walk in and I'd say, Oh, I don't care. Nothing of this bothers me. I don't think it matters. It's all bullshit. Who cares anyway? And I'd lull you into a sense of relaxing and then boom, strip all my clothes off, rip out all of my hair and go running out the door, immediately find some government property where I know you can't film at area 51, one of the other areas. And you know, then I would like finally be like, all right, now I'm safe. Now I'm not not being videotaped but then you know what if the government's in on it it's a never-ending well you get what i'm saying here well like i said earlier the cia the cia did I don't fund buy that you i don't i don't buy i don't buy that you fully i don't buy that you fully um dislike uh your past or, or are ashamed of it or don't find some amusement from it there are videos that surface from the new year's party if you and all those Truman Show guys, you're taking a front-facing video on your cell phone, your iPhone, which you became accustomed to very quickly, and you're taking videos for Instagram, and you're drunk. You're saying, eh, look at me. No, I'm filming the Branson Show. You're sticking your tongue out, flipping off the camera, wagging your tongue. Waz ass, me, Branson. Welcome back to the Branson show. Oh, it's me. It's me. I'm filming me. It's my life. Look at me. And you're laughing and all of you were completely uh, inebriated. Yeah, we're all inebriated all the time. Like a lot of the other guys, it wasn't LSD or mescaline or whatever. But you guys gave me a lot of mescaline like all the time. I'm still not. You said so I would find out. But that just seems like. Did you not enjoy it? No, it's great. I loved being on psychedelic drugs all of the time while everyone else acted like I was completely sober so I didn't even have to freak out about it. I thought everyone in town was so fucking stupid because I'd be at my job as like a soda jerk and there'd be soda all over the floor and I'd stop, I'd forget to be mean to people and I'd say like, how are you or stuff and everybody would just act like nothing happened. I'm like, these guys are fucking dumb. I'm high as hell off of mescaline and I'm making a mess everywhere. I got root beer all over my smock. Wait, when you say you I forgot like to be jackass. mean. Did you think a soda jerk was a jerk? That's what he... Okay, that's his thing. That's Gordo, right? He must have told them to do that or something. I haven't done anything wrong. And you never questioned when I got to why the job, they had a they soda said, jerk at a place where canned soda already invent, it was invented and you didn't need to actually pour what? it from the tap? You just gave people cans at like a Lexus dealership or whatever? Well, I got a lot of things wrong because the town was fake. Everyone drove Model T cars only. It was very weird to see like a sporty sedan. I thought ska was like a huge deal in the real world. I was th well. To be fair, it Nobody was actually at the it. time when that plot line was introduced. It was a very big deal. It was in Tony Hawk. I hope you know who that is at least. Oh. No, because they didn't let me play any video games. I didn't learn about Halo till like last year. I would have done way less and masturbating. And what did you do? What did you do? You immediately got a tattoo of Halo. Yeah, I liked Cortana. You're acting like a, an adolescent who is rebelling. 
Well, you know, I, I kind of feel like, and if I'm being completely honest here, this may be selfish, but I really think I should just get a pass on all my behavior, right? Like I, I was, think what would, I was, it sounds to me like you were much happier during the show, and what would make everyone happy is if we somehow reset your memory and started making it again. Now, I don't want to do it again. I'm I good think, now. I got a lot of friends, dude. Lunch. Well, it sounds like all you of the do twenty want to do it again because you were saying that you should just be allowed to have bad behavior because no, you I'm were being raised paranoid. like a weird. What you want is to be on a show if you don't want to have to be an adult. There's one of the guys I hang out with in the support group. He was raised by a scientist, and they filmed all of this. And he was raised with a monkey as a brother, so that he would pick up ape-like traits. You know, and that guy, he got. 11 million dollars when that thing went to courts you know and i didn't get i'm not getting nothing well his show wasn't on zing it was on the science channel he would eat bugs off the monkey the monkey would eat bugs off of him he still throws his shit he's an ape man like you get me he got 11 mil i can't even get like I have a studio apartment in South America. See, your story doesn't make any sense here, though, really, because you're claiming you think you're getting Branson showed for a second time. But if that was true, the $11 million he got wouldn't even be real. So your argument doesn't even work. It it, it does work. Uh, it, it, it works. It makes sense. As long as you don't twist it to try to sound so like a smart if, guy. So if we were making a second Branson show right now, you just want us to make it a little bit nicer for you? I mean... Maybe a little more money, you know, maybe a nicer house, one that doesn't fall over and maybe like 18 hours a day, you know, instead of 24. So I can like, I don't, I, I, this may just be the fact that I'm in my thirties now, but I really don't want to masturbate well, in front of millions of people. Let me tell you how stupid your theory sounds that you're on a second Branson show. What if I well, presented an alternate theory that said this podcast we're doing right now about the Branson show is actually a fictitious uh, instance of a different podcast where three different guys pretend to do different podcasts every week. And they are just pretending like this is all something that happened to some guy called Branson, but it's actually all an illusion. And within that illusion is the illusion of the Branson show, which is like a sub illusion. And none of this is real at all. And it's just some stupid shit that some guys are saying. That would never uh, fly. That's crazy, that would never, right? Never sense. fly. And that's how that's crazy such what a you're flimsy, saying. That's such a flimsy and thin, you know, concept for a podcast. I, I can't even see in a fake universe that works. So then, um, when how stupid that sounds to you is how stupid your theory sounds to me about there being a second Branson show. Well, let me ask you this: How come you don't know there's? Uh, I'm sorry, sir. What's your name? Oh, Holland Panhandle, which I forgot to say in my intro. Uh, Holland. You know, what if there was a Holland show? What if this was the Holland show right now? Well, that seems highly improbable because I already know about the concept of having a Branson show. So I'd be on the lookout. Well, have you ever seen the movie The Truman Show? Well, I thought it had Bill Murray in it. So apparently I haven't seen it. I'm beginning to think that now just follow with me here. All right. I'm beginning to think that you think that my life is lost in translation with Bill Murray. When in reality, it's a movie you haven't seen yet. So when I said like, the, I, the Jim Carrey Gordo, version back was me up fake. here. Am I crazy? I think you're right on that. But also, Holland would know that this is real life. I mean, the, the you know the sun is always out 
in this world. You know, there's seasons in the show we created for you. It snowed, it rained, there's sleet, tornadoes, hurricanes, very scary stuff. And in this world, the minimum wage is only $25 an hour. What kind of crazy world would have it that low? That's right. There's a lot of soda jerks with two-story houses. I'll tell you what. That's that's what kind of world that was. $25 an hour. That's how you know this is the real world because that's so ridiculous. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're right because the sun Free is always up. And- uh, it was easy in um, the Branson show to fake the sun going down because you could just block it out. But you could never have a fake sun that's always up because it's always there. Well, it was like an LED thing and you just put some No, that's not possible. It'd be I- so hard to fake it. Well, I, I don't know. You sound pretty convinced that it's impossible to fake it, so. Yeah, well, it is impossible to fake it because it's science. I've learned science all my life from reading well, books. So you think, what, you're immune to getting tricked? Of course I'm immune to getting tricked. I'm a journalist. I'm after the all truth. Right. You're a journalist for men that have been Truman showed and you haven't seen the Truman show on the Zing podcast network I might add. on a Risco tablet on yeah. a Risco tablet I, which familiar. you can get at your local Risco outlet store they were going to put it on Quibi you know but that you know would button up um at least I got out before Quibi huh I don't know what that is I don't know what that is either are is this maybe it you are on for a second quick bites show. I, I don't. Th- I, I I really hope not. But at maybe this he's point, doing a show on me. I maybe can't prove it wrong. Man. I can't prove it wrong. You know, I can tell you that I'm not doing a show on you, but I would respect you more if you assume that I was lying. You know, because that's the mentality you have to have to catch yourself getting Truman Show. You have to assume what if all the your whole friends time when I was doing the Branson Show, it was you that was calling the shots, and everyone was watching a show of me directing a show about you. But I was a baby, and you guys made me sign that contract where I said this was okay when I was one month old, and it was a big X. You know, so I was a baby. It was I, I, I couldn't legal. I couldn't have been in charge. You know, it's not about it being legal. It's about I get you know morality or, or or whatnot. But you know, I could tell you both of your biological parents were very famous movie stars. Oh yeah, any hints? No. All right. Well, that's okay. I don't need to know. I I still see my fake mom all the time. I show up at her house. You know, she says it was just a job to her, you know. But I'm just, you know. Do we not all play roles in our everyday lives? Are we not all actors? Oh, Shakespeare. He said every actor is on the stage. (laughs) Is that what Shakespeare said? Yeah, at least that's what my copy says. Look right here. (laughs) Quotes, quotations. Every actor is on the stage. William Shakespeare. That's what he said? Yeah, look right here. I've got a copy of his play. Wait, it says it. Can I clear some? Can I clear something up real quick? Because I still have this problem where I don't know what was real and what wasn't. William Shakespeare was in a ska band, right? Ska was not around. No, ska was not around. Okay, all right. When was ska invented? Because for some reason, in my history textbooks at school, there was a whole chapter on 16th century well, ska. I mean, okay, 1990. so Shakespeare wasn't in a ska band. But the way that he used his words to tell a story, it's kind of like he was orig- the original Sky guy. That's like what a cool teacher might tell you. How, how, does that make any, how does that make any sort of sense? Well, that's a way to get kids to be interested in Shakespeare. And I think that uh, some of the teachers tried that. But on no Branson. kids listen to Scott. No one listens to Scott. But now. they did when it's Branson a- was a kid. So that, they tried that one on him. Uh, maybe they were just hoping I'd really like Scott. But it just never stuck with me. Well, I thought it would be interesting to pick a genre for the show that no one in, in the real world enjoys. 
and make it the only thing to enjoy. Well, you guys had the, you know, the seedy math rock part of town, but every time I tried to go to the math rock part of town, you had the, the one thug in the town. Yeah, trying well, to rob that was me. also kind of like a contrast because in the real world, math rock is possibly the most popular genre there is. Really? Yes. And now with, that's, how, say, that's how that's how Holland would know this is the real world on top of the you know such a low minimum wage and um you know he hears math rock at every station he turns to. Yeah, Wait, that's why so, every every uh, mainstream publication like Time Magazine is saying like the time signature of the year. You know, like there's so many different time signatures used in popular music that it's like oh this year it's thirteen sixteen and uh, last year it was like nine eight. You know. Uh, and it's just <laughs> well, part of mainstream wouldn't culture. Wouldn't that be something? And everyone's used to that. Wouldn't that be something? So, if, uh, if so they actually s- pick that signature for time. Oh my gosh! So let me let me let me say this. If I go to see a math rock show in real life, it's still going to be in a really bad neighborhood, though, like a really dangerous neighborhood. No, no, it's going to be at Madison Square Garden. So, it's, so Madison math Square rock- Garden. Really? Huh. Coincidentally, the huh. only big so. venue I've ever heard of in my entire life. Because to this day, if I hear math rock, I lock all my doors. The Super Bowl oh show God. every year is about seven different math rock uh, acts and lasts about 45 minutes to an hour. Oh, man. That sounds, uh, that sounds not very great. Maybe because that's not the world you came from. You'd much rather hear ska. No, I wouldn't. I don't like ska. I never did. You like ska. Rumbler liked ska. And, no, you he know, likes he... shoegaze. No, His name is no. Dude Lunch. Dude Lunch likes shoegaze. Rumbler, the character, who was my best friend. And then when I found out the show was fake, my best friend became Dude Lunch. So you prefer a halftime show that's all shoegaze? Dude, I I don't even... I've just learned what the Super Bowl was. I just learned what the Super... Apparently, I guess they didn't have the rights to show football or something. The NFL was very litigious. All right, so I did, I just learned what football is. It seems like a completely made up sport. I don't know why it's so popular. You Are guys all made sports me, not made up? You guys, the biggest thing in our town was college lacrosse. I'd watch like John Hopkins versus Syracuse in college lacrosse, and you were happy. That was like it was super- similar. It was similar to ska, where the only people who care about ska talk about ska. Similar with lacrosse, no one cares about lacrosse unless they play it. No one. Yeah. Whereas math rock is like, uh, well, that's the biggest I, thing on earth right now. Well, I guess football then, huh? Well, Mozart not we couldn't play. Mozart's, we couldn't play baseball either because if a if a ball went over the cliff, we were done. Mozart said, "The day that math rock arrives is the day I no longer have to create music." And Wait a second, you guys let day. me watch the. You guys let me watch the movie Rudy all the time, and I never thought about what sport they were playing, ever, <laughs> like a single time. Well, you thought it was fictional, just right? It was just a fake oh sport God. made up for the I movie. I looked like such a fucking idiot. It's like how it Tolkien science, made up the elf languages science and fiction stuff. Film. They made up that movie. They, they made up that uh, game. Why'd you guys let me drink beer so young? I was drinking beer at like 13. Was there a reason for that? And my dad was dead. I mean, so that's I just, just the legal drinking, drinking age in Peru, and technically we had to let you do it because it was Peru. Well, that's and by well, we I mean uh, Gordo because I wasn't right. on the set. And we did. I'm pretty make... familiar with Peru. I'm a citizen of Peru. It's a it lot was... of the other stuff I have trouble with. It's nigh impossible for us to keep alcohol from the universe that we formulated because at some point you're going to leave something to sit on its own or ferment, and you're going to discover alcohol on your own. 
much like a caveman would. So we decided, well, there's no point in taking it out. He's just going to make some eventually so, by accident. So you were worried about me finding alcohol, so your preemptive strike was to just give me all the beer I wanted at 13 years old? <laughs> yes, we countered it. And, and I, I was always like, I'm very unsupervised right now. Like, who should be watching me? And it turns out everyone was watching me, and I was just a shitty little So kid. you're never in danger, as I told you. I was I was on mescaline and beer all the since I was 13 years old. Are you alive today and talking to me right now? Yeah, but they did an x-ray of my liver, man. And it looks like Steve Buscemi's eyelids. It's fucked up. Steve Buscemi, was he the star of The Truman Show? You gotta see The Truman Show. All right, well, just do yourself a favor. Though it is a ripoff, it it is very well done. Okay, well, maybe I'll go check that movie out. I mean, I think Branson, we've we've worked through your problems a lot here in this hour. I think we've actually accomplished a lot in an hour. People watching this interview have learned a lot about what you've been dealing with these last six months. Gordo, thank you for being here and helping Branson to sort of dredge up some of these feelings and these memories. Oh, of course. Thank you. Um, you know what? I think I'm going to get out of here, but uh, it was a Go exquisite. grab a DVD. I, w- I will go. You know what? I'm going to watch The Truman Show right now. All right. Well, then we'll see you later. Thank All you, right. Holland. Thank you. All right. Subject Holland has left the room. Moving is in. He out, the door's is closed. he out the building? Yeah. Gina, is he out the building? Tell me. Give me a confirmation. He's out. Oh, fuck. That's a wrap. Good job, folks. All right, good job. I think he bought it. I think he 100% bought it. Hey, somebody stop him from seeing the Truman Show. We're right on track. We're right on track. Somebody stop him from seeing the Truman Show. He's not going to make the connection. Trust me. This is exactly what we want. This is exactly... We talked about this. We we planned out all the speculations, all the different diversions that this could go down, and all the different roads... The algorithm, this is the beautiful thing about doing this this time around, is the beautiful computers that we have now. Incredible, incredible technology. And I think that people at home, you're going to really enjoy this. Oh, you guys should, never should have gave him the fake journalism award. Now he doesn't even research anything. Oh, whoa. Hey, guys. Sorry. I just came back into the room for a second. I forgot my little hat that has like the little whirly thing on the top that's normal for all adults to wear in this world. Yeah, it's right here sitting oh, on cool. your chair. Oh, cool. Yeah, thanks. Okay, I'm going to grab that. All right. See, that's weird can't, to me. Right, now I'm out of he here. Later. All right. For, he can't forget that because of the sun that's always out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, he, you wait. In, in his world, he thinks the sun is always up? Well, like I said, he th- I mean, he thinks the minimum wage is $25. <laughs> yeah, well, that's true. He thinks that's normal. I mean, man, you're. I think that since you had this happen to you, that you're, you know, you're awesome at this. Oh, I didn't have it happen to me. Then who did? Him. Holland. We're tricking him. Oh, right, right, right. Sorry. I'm getting to my own my own head. Uh. <laughs> it, it is interesting to ask, though. This could be a second level. They could be Truman showing us. Uh, oh, hey, guys. Uh, sorry. I, I came back one more time just thinking uh, because the minimum wage is uh, $25 an hour, I have to pay you guys both $25 for being here. So here's some checks. Oh, thank you so much. Here's some checks. I'm going to get back out of here. Sorry for, for hey, coming back. Hey, Colin, real quick. Who is the, uh, who's the president of the United States right now? Oh, um, Barack Obama's in his fourth term right now. I'm going to head on my way out later. All right. Have a good one. Perfect. Lock that fucking door. Do not let him back in Lock the fucking door, please. All right. Can we close it up here? Uh, Travis, Travis, can I get a bottle of water? I'm like, my throat is like that desert uh, over here. 
This mm. I'm getting a lunch, right? I'm getting a hot lunch with this. They said they're going to give it. They said they're going to bring it. Travis, what the union say? <laughs> what do you think? What, what did they I ever say? Him, Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. Exactly. All okay. Right. All right. Well, let's, uh, I'm getting out of here. Yeah. I am fucking cooked. Let's go. All right. That's a wrap, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>